Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 187 of the Tutor Podcast. The weekly podcast dedicated to helping you to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. And today we're going to be talking about an idea from NLP called working with parts. Now, like so many other ideas from NLP, I thought this was just crazy when I first learned about it. But over the years, the crazy stuff seems to work better than anything else. So I test everything now. I suggest that you give it a go. And if it works, do what I did. Add it to your toolkit and keep looking for more tools and better tools. Keep on expanding your skill set so that you can help more people be of greater value and in turn make more money. So, as I said, I've found this a very useful tool for getting past, particularly students' stuck belief systems. Uh, especially adults, often they'll have unhelpful beliefs, ideas about themselves that in a lot of cases they've had for decades. Perhaps as a kid they were told that they couldn't sing and they sound like a cat being strangled or something like that. Very, very common throwaway remark. 50 years later they're in front of me with a guitar in their hands desperate to sing and I've got to do that 50 years in 10 minutes. That's a big ask, but this is a great tool for helping you with that sort of thing because it separates the person in front of you from their ego and it helps you to uncover the driver behaviours behind why a student does what they do and why they won't do what they really want to do. As always, I found as a teacher that where the mind goes, the body follows. So this is just another way of getting in touch with the mind, moving in a direction that's going to help the student to go forward. Now, there are, there are a variety of approaches to working with parts. And if you want more, have a look at some of Richard Bandler's works. He's the original co-developer of NLP along with John Grinder. And I've done some training with Richard Bandler and Paul McKenna at the same time, which was great fun and very useful. Well worth it if you get the chance to get in the room with those guys. So here's how I work with parts with my students. The very first thing I need to do is get agreement from the student that it's okay to do this. So I'm going to call my student in this example, Mike. And I agree with Mike that I can talk to the part of his mind which controls the particular behavior that's getting in the way. Let's say perfectionism, because that's just rife in adult students. I'll have Mike agree that the part of his mind will answer in the first person, putting Mike in the third person. So the part of Mike's mind will say something along the lines of, I do X, Y, Z for Mike. This is really important because it gets Mike himself out of the way. And I'm addressing a third party now. 
So here's how it goes. I'm talking to Mike's mind now. I'll ask, am I speaking to the part of Mike that's in charge of perfectionism, please? And hopefully I'll get back an answer that's something like this. Yes, I take care of perfectionism for Mike. I'll then say, now I believe your name is the perfectionist. Have I got that right? And I'll get an answer. So from now on, I'm just going to give you the questions that I'll be asking that part of Mike's mind and what I'll say. So I'll continue with good. So I am talking to the correct part of Mike's mind because you're an expert in perfectionism. That's right, isn't it? So I'm really interested in perfectionism. What is it that you do for Mike to promote and take care of perfectionism for him? Can you tell me that? And now I'm waiting for the answer. Thank you. And how do you do that on a day-to-day -day basis? And again, at this point, I'm going to listen for the, the methods that the perfectionist part of Mike's mind will do to detect perfectionism and to protect the sense of them being perfect and unable to make a mistake. And then I'll ask, how do you know when you're doing that really well for Mike? And I'll wait for the answer. They'll tell me how they detect perfectionism for my student. I'll usually ask them how they feel about that and are they doing a good job? And I'll say, that's interesting. So tell me, how's that working for Mike? Is it actually helping him or hurting him? And it's very important at this point that I just shut up and let that part of Mike's mind talk back to me. Often, that part of the mind is aware that what they're doing isn't helpful. So, I'll then ask, is there a time when you don't need to be on guard for perfectionism, when you can just switch off and let Mike be perfect at all? And again, listen for the answer. Perhaps it's a, yeah, when he's playing with his kids. He can be silly and playful and goofy because he's just been dad then. And then I'll ask the question. So when Mike is learning something new, would it be okay for you to just step back a fraction and, and allow Mike to be a little bit more playful, a little bit more imperfect at the new thing he's just begun? As though he's playing with his kids because he's playing with a new idea. And again, listen for the answer. Usually I'll get buy-in from the mind part that this is okay. So I then need to agree the time base. And the question is this. So is that something you'd be happy to start in the moment? Not yet, but in just a moment so that Mike can get the very best value out of his guitar lesson today to let him move forward from his stuck state of waiting to be perfect before he's passed through the beginner phase. Is that something we can start out on right now? Usually I'll get a positive response to that from the mind part. And I'll continue. Excellent. 
So we've agreed that you consent to let Mike be a little bit imperfect as he learns new things and passes through the beginner phase, recognizing his progress and the complete lack of consequences as he sometimes, quite naturally, does something you used to disapprove of, but you now accept as being an inevitable, inevitable part of Mike's learning process. Because as everybody knows, every master was once a disaster and imperfection is actually where the growth and the fun is. That's right, isn't it? So I'm just verifying that there with the mind part. And finally, then we need to return that part to Mike so he can get on with his life. And I'll say something like this. That's great. Thank you for your time, perfectionist. It's been very enlightening and really useful. Now, I might have to come back to speak with you again, but I trust you to be honest and truthful and that you'll completely honor your commitment to let Mike learn without him needing to be perfect right out of the box, as it were. So I'll say goodbye for now and let you have a break from all this while Mike and I get busy being mildly imperfect just to get him started and moving forward now. So bye-bye for now, perfectionist. And thank you again. Now it's time to ask Mike how he feels and suggest that we begin to enjoy being imperfect as we explore the subject of the lesson. And off we go. Now I've been told on numerous occasions that a student feels like a weight's been lifted off their shoulders and that it's been there for years and on some occasions even decades. And this can take five minutes, it can take 20 minutes, depending on how many parts you need to speak to. Sometimes it will be three, four or more parts, and sometimes just one part is enough to get past that sticking point. Give it a try. It's a fantastic technique. As bonkers as it sounds, it works. So there you are. That's my 10 cents worth of working with parts with my students. Do let me know what caught your ear in this episode and how you get on putting the ideas to work in your business. If you've been using this technique or something else that you found useful, I'd love to hear all about it because I'm here to learn too. Send your queries, your answers into me. It's info at neilcamado.com. And if this is helpful or there's something you think you should cover here on the Tudor podcast, do get in touch. Once again, info at neilcamado.com. And remember, you can follow me on Twitter where I am at Tudor Podcast. Please leave a like and subscribe to the podcast and join me next time on the ever lovely deeply groovy Tudor podcast. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor podcast via email or social media and the Tutor podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.